Welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope everyone is having a fantastic day today. And I wanted to cover something up in New Jersey. At first, I didn't think it was accurate yesterday. I vetted it, and I found even a local uh, news station, New York CBS 2, has now reported on this, but literally almost nobody else in mainstream media has covered this now. Newark, New Jersey, and now a lockdown is looming in a huge part of New Jersey. They said Newark residents are being told to stay at home starting next week to help stop the spread of the virus. Actually, and this was from over the weekends, actually Friday when they're going to want to start doing this. This is, this is nuts. Listen to this, guys. They said all Newark residents are now being asked to stay at home for 10 days from November 25th until December 4th. So that's actually this Wednesday. That'll be tomorrow. Telling people not to go outside unless they absolutely have to. Starting on Friday, there's going to be a 9 p.m. curfew that goes into effect. The curfews are in place in three zip codes, and all essential businesses must close at 8 p.m. Nightly, They said people will only be allowed to go through the area if they show proof of residency and proof they're doing an essential activity at police checkpoints. My friends, this has gotten out of control. This is completely and totally insane what's being done to some people in this country. And the reason why, apparently, Newark is being a beta test for this is apparently this whole area of Newark is very easy to lock down. There's like 12 roads as far as, and there's railroad tracks around it. So it's a very easy area for law enforcement to basically cordon off. And this is exactly what they're doing now. They're doing a 10-day mandatory lockdown. And I saw it's interesting. It is very irritating to me when I see comments like this. But what's crazy is it says on the uh, on the article here that the mayor is asking people to basically stay home and shelter in place. I kid you not, that was his terms on there, to stay home and shelter in place. Like the people up in New Jersey are a bunch of five-year-old children that have to be told what they can do, where they can go, when they can leave. This level of draconian overreach is something far beyond what anyone, anyone in this country should allow a government to start doing to them. I encourage everybody up in New York, you guys got to stand up for this. It is absolutely that time you start doing what Huntington Beach did last Saturday and you go have a doggone rally downtown. This is not okay. The fact that you have a mayor literally telling people for 10 days you need to stay in your home and shelter in place and everything is getting shut down and you have a 9 p.m. curfew, that is full-blown martial law. They're just not calling it with police checkpoints asking for your papers, please, to show residency and have a reason why. While you're, while you're leaving your home in the middle of the afternoon. Absolutely insane this is going on. Does not surprise me that they're going to push the envelope. And here's the thing. Here's the kicker. If they get away with this, 
if the mayor and all these individuals that are pushing this globalist agenda, if they get away with this, they're going to try to push it in other places. This is a point in time in Newark, New Jersey. If any of our listeners and residents live up there, it's time for you guys to start talking amongst yourselves, and it's, designed, it's time for you guys to get a plan together on how to stand your ground and not allow this to continue happening, Dad. That's my opinion on that. Well, I'm not familiar with what's going on in Newark, but if these reports that we're getting are indeed true and they're trying to lock you down and shelter in place and all the stuff that they did to us, you know, gosh, six, eight months ago here in Florida, of which we didn't comply, by the way, at this point, you know, you guys just have to try to figure out, you know, whose report you're going to believe. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. And I'm going to believe all of these alternative reports from all of these top physicians all over the world that this thing is not going to be basically stopped by sheltering in place. Yesterday, Austin talked in detail about herd immunity and how we've reached that plateau, that level now in the United States. We've had so many people supposedly infected with this. And quite frankly, you know, again, we never hear about the people who have overcome coronavirus. We just hear about X amount of millions, X amount of millions, X amount of millions infected. But the vast majority of these X amount of millions never, ever show any symptoms. Ever. Ever. I mean, they have no symptoms. They don't even know they're sick. And and this is the problem that we have. Here's the rub. You know, you got a disease that nobody knows they've got. You got to be tested for with 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 a test kit that doesn't work to tell you that you have it, that you may or may not be contagious, which 99.99% of the time you're not contagious because you don't have it. And so we have a complete and total government lockdown happening all over these democratically controlled cities. Just a massive form of tyranny is all it is. And again, these same groups are the same ones, and this is an article that was done on the HBO series that came out a few weeks ago about how a four-year-old boy was forced to announce he's a girl as adults celebrate in chants. And Chant, C-H-A-N-T. HBO and the family of a four-year-old featured in a new documentary came under fire for what many called simply child abuse. The video clip from the HBO documentary, Transhood, ignited major backlashes, disturbed social media users, expressed anger and dismay at a young boy being encouraged, I would say forced, to publicly announce his preferred sexual identity as a girl. Dressed in a rainbow skirt, bless his little heart, at a ceremony, the child appeared to be clearly uncomfortable in the video clip from the new HBO Max documentary, which profiled the lives of four transgender children in Kansas City, Missouri, as it was filmed over the course of five years. In what appeared to be an LGBTQ celebratory ceremony, the biological boys were introduced by their mothers, handling over a microphone and declaring, this is Phoenix. Okay, And, and, and it goes into detail, this little boy was forced to announce that he was a little girl. Guys, I'm having to really be careful right now with about what I'm going to say because this kind of stuff makes me want to start cussing just just between me and you because this makes me so angry. And I'm going to say I'm going to say what I've told you guys before, and I'm going to say it again. The international bankers are cabalists. The international banking community control 95 percent of the media, including HBO. Period including Netflix, including all of it. So that's why we see so much of this liberal, transgender, socialist, mantra, communist, lesbian, homosexual, destroy the nuclear family, destroy the republic by undermining social values coming from the media, including from HBO. 
And now we have a group of people that are probably all lesbians or all witches, and I'm guessing on that, but it's probably true, who are basically trying to force little boys now to basically say that they're little girls when they're four years old, when that little boy is still in a mental state, you know, a theta brainwave state, in which he thinks he's in a dream. You know, I mean, we all have dreams that are weird. I mean, sometimes you get dreams that are weird. Sometimes you get dreams that aren't weird. Sometimes you may get a revelation. Sometimes you may have a vision. I don't know. We have dreams and visions. But the reality is, is when you have a little boy in a four-year-old mind who's in a theta brainwave state, he thinks everything's a dream. He has no filter. So if someone tells that little boy that he's a little girl, he believes them, especially from a voice of authority, because his mind cannot filter this out. This is pure child abuse and the parents who are involved in this stuff should be prosecuted as far as I'm concerned because these sicko parents who basically have no I mean, I'm trying to be really careful what I say moral foundation of what reality is because they're probably Kabbalists and they probably believe that little boy is going to be serving their snake god if he becomes a hermaphrodite which is what they believe is the highest level of human expression they're trying to force this little boy at this young age before he has any idea what he's doing. Next thing you'll be hearing is that they'll be doing surgery on the little four-year-old, five-year-old boy, which, is, again, is more child abuse. And any doctor who does that should have his license completely suspended, revoked, and basically taken away, period. Because these children can't make decisions at four. They can't. They have no idea when they're four years old if an authority tells them something. This is the problem that you have when you have little children in classrooms with open homosexuals. Now there, I just really got into a meddling phase now, didn't I? When you have little boys and little girls who have been told they're gay by their gay parents who basically go to class and they say to the classroom, I'm gay, I basically like boys, I'm a little boy, you know, here's my life. This actually happened to one of my children in a private Christian school many, many years ago. And I mean, I raised H-E double sticks. I called up the teacher, I called up the headmaster, and I went berserk. In fact, I, I raised such a stink, they actually called the gay parents in to have them discuss the boy's behavior and what he was saying in the classroom. This was to a four-year-old class. Now, this really makes me angry because I had to personally experience this with one of my own children. And what it does is screws up the thinking of a young child when they're in the middle of all of this stuff, they start thinking that this behavior is okay. But of course, isn't that just like the transgender group? Isn't that just like the gay group? To take their child and put them into a Christian private school. Now my question to the headmaster is, don't you screen these children? Don't you find out what the parents believe? Don't you try to find out who these children are before they're brought into the school system? And that child was removed from the school after I pitched a fit. All right. And so here's the problem that we have is how much damage was done to the other children in these classrooms. If this little boy who's four years old is running around with a rainbow skirt on because his mother dressed him that way, who's totally in, sick as far as I'm concerned, why in the world is this being promoted on HBO? Well, I just told you at the beginning, didn't I? Because HBO is a cabal-controlled organization. This who basically runs it. And so they want to promote the hermaphrodite agenda. And they want to confuse as many people as they possibly can to try to get as much energy in this field around the planet 
to basically support the Luciferian agenda and to destroy nationalism and to destroy little Americans and to create a one world order or one world government underneath their snake god. That's how it all boils down. And you think, well, that sounds really sick. I'm just, like I tell you guys all the time, I know it sounds sick. I'm just reading you the story from the HBO documentary on transgender children and a four-year-old being forced by their his, whatever his mother is, to say that he's a girl. What an absolute mess. And I'm trying to maintain my composure here and not jump up and down and start screaming over this one. It's that big of a deal to me. Austin, what do you think, bud? No, you're exactly right. And this is this is why I've continually pleaded with so many people. Make sure you know, especially if even if you're going to a private school, what's going on in those school systems. Because there was a there was a school right down the road. I told you guys it was a, a charter school. It was a really good school, allegedly, great school in the area. And I was looking at putting Hunter in it. And so I asked everybody. I said, I need to know what is your policy on boys or girls that want to pretend they're a different gender and go to different bathrooms. Do you guys basically capitulate with that? Do you buy into the abnormal fantasy that they want you to buy into? Or do you guys treat them exactly the way they're born? If they got a Y chromosome, if they don't, is it basically the boy or girl? If it's a boy, it's a boy, it's a girl, it's a girl. I mean, real clear on this. What What is the policy? Well, you know, if somebody basically says, you know, he's transitioning or he wants to be a boy and he's a girl, you know, we can't not say no and we have to go with his wishes if they want him to say that. I said, so if a five-year-old walks in here and says, you know what, I'm not a boy anymore, I'm a female, I want to start using the girls' bathrooms because, you know what, that's what I saw on Disney Channel and that's what I saw on YouTube and, you know what, I just think I'm a girl now. You guys are actually going to buy into this deluded fantasy. They're like, well, you know, out of respect, I said, dude, I'm, at first off, that's not respect. That's delusions. If somebody says, guess what, man, if I jump off this building right here, I'm not going to die. And my response is, why wouldn't you die? Well, because I don't believe in gravity, bro. It doesn't exist. Gravity doesn't exist for me. I'm just special like that. I can pretend that gravity's not real, and when I jump off this building, I'm just going to fly away. And then they jump off the building, and they turn into a pancake on the sidewalk below. And you go, well, I guess gravity didn't buy into your delusion, and it didn't respect your idiotic behavior just what it is. You can say anything you want about, I want to be a girl, I want to be a boy. It doesn't make it real. It doesn't make it reality. It doesn't make it facts. And the fact that these teachers now, and parents alongside, have bought in and allowed these delusional ideas to not only be placed in these children's head, but to actually go along with them and go with it and say, oh, you know what, that's your choice. It boggles my mind. And that's why you have to be so careful what these kids are exposed to right now, especially in the movies and especially on YouTube. YouTube was one of the worst of it. So I don't let my kids have an iPad. My kids do not have an iPad. I have so many people, do kids have an iPad? My two-year-old has an iPad. I'm like, that's cool for you. I don't agree with you. I'm diametrically opposed to that. There's no reason for a little child to have Internet access to one of the largest streaming video sites in the entire world that is chock full of pedophiles. Ophelia, perversion, sacrificial music videos, and the list goes on. I can name them all. If you've been on YouTube, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And you've got these videos on there with these queer guys dressed up like dragons running around, some of the most perverted stuff I've ever seen before, promoting this stuff on there. 
YouTube, that's free speech. Don't worry about that. It's free speech. Don't worry about that. But then I get on the Hagman Show two weeks ago and start talking about the need for people to stand their ground and wake up and not follow tyrannical law and have civil disobedience when you're told to do something that's unlawful and unconstitutional. Bam. YouTube takes the video off and bans the Hagman Report. Can't even get it up now, apparently. They're still, I guess, trying to work on it again. Ban us. I mean, that's not something I wanted to do. I felt bad after him. I was like, golly, I can't feel bad on that one. They banned him, shut the whole thing down. But why? Because I don't go along with the narrative. I'm speaking the truth. That's not okay. That's not free speech anymore when you're speaking the truth. When you're promoting the transgender ideology and you're promoting the COVID pandemic and you're promoting globalism and you're promoting all the other filth that YouTube wants, that's great. We're going to monetize you. We're going to make sure you make money. We're going to make sure you get pushed to the top of the algorithm. We're going to put ads on you. Bam. You're doing great. Keep up the good work. Man, you talk about the truth. Poof. Watch out. That censor, that censor page comes out real fast on everybody. So, yeah, just continue to know what your children are being exposed to right now because it's going to get worse. It's going to get much worse. I promise you that right now. Their ultimate goal is to completely and totally pervert and confuse this younger generation. I mean, think for a second. When these kids start getting older, especially these young kids, they're going to be so trained to wear a mask, they're going to think it's normal behavior. They are literally going to think this is completely normal, even though the mortality rate of children 0 to 19 per the CDC is .00003%. That's the mortality rate. (laughs) But yet, you have all these children being forced to wear masks on the school bus, forced to wear masks in PE, forced to wear masks in school, and they're so trained to it. I saw it again the other day. I saw it the other day. I was behind a school bus. Kids get off the school bus. They go out on the sidewalk, go home, go different directions. Every single one of the children, except for one, didn't take off their mask. They left their mask on to walk on the sidewalk. How embarrassing is that, guys? How embarrassing that is a country that we've already allowed the younger generation to be completely and totally brainwashed into believing they have to wear a gag over their face, they got to muzzle themselves, all for everybody else's protection. It's your, your civil responsibility to gag yourself and reduce your O2 and increase your CO2 in your body. That's your civil responsibility. No, it's not. Not at all. It's a complete and total fabricated lie in order to show the American populace that we've been conquered and to see how long they can continue to push the lie and how compliant people are going to go along with it. Now you have basically Qantas Airlines, which is based mainly out of an uh, Australian airline company. The CEO came out yesterday and said they will be amending their terms and conditions to mandate that international travelers get a COVID vaccine before flying once it's available. I kid you not. This is, and I quote, this is a quote from CEO Alan Joyce. He said, and I quote, whether you need that domestically, we'll have to see what happens with COVID-19 in the market. But certainly for international visitors coming out and people leaving the country, this will be a necessity. We will be amending the terms and conditions to mandate that international travelers get a COVID-19 vaccine before flying. Whoa. And it goes on to say here, it says, according to Alan Joyce, he expects other airlines to enact similar requirements as well as new policies surrounding digital vaccination passports. They're starting it, my friends. They're getting ready to roll this out. And it's all about how compliant we want to be with this. That's what it all comes down to is the word consent. It's funny how you hear about these these 
topics people bring up, you know, like the Me Too movement, you know, it's about the rape, the issues we've seen in Hollywood and so forth, and it's all about consent. I say no, it means no. And I agree with that. I agree with that. You don't have a right to somebody else's body. You do not have a right to tell somebody what they can do to their body. You really don't. It's consent. Same thing. Did they bring up the abortion topic? Okay. Well, it's my, my body, my right. We've all heard that. So it's okay for me to abort my child, to kill my unborn child. Heck, New York, you have a full-term abortion. Full-term abortion. To the tune that we, I think we aborted, what, 980,000 babies last year? Almost a million babies executed last year? Again, my body, my right. That's the argument they stand. But all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the vaccine topic comes up and everybody goes, no, 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 no. You gotta remember, it's only your body, your right, when it's convenient for us to keep the narrative perverted. When you want to have your body and your right and not be forcibly injected with an RNA vaccine, and you want to be able to travel freely, unmolested on your way, and you don't want to have aborted fetal tissue injected in your body, that's, no, that's, that's not your right anymore. Yeah, you don't have that right. You have to be injected like a good little peasant, because this is what the goal is. Understand where they're taking this. The first is going to be planes. Then it's going to be probably cruise ships and trains. It's going to go down the list. How long, guys, if we don't stand up and be vocal about this right now, how long before you go to renew your driver's license? Oh, we need a, we need a COVID passport. We can't renew your driver's license. Okay, so I can't renew my driver's license unless I get a COVID vaccine? Yeah, yeah. Well, I need, to, I need to just renew my registration. You know, basically, you guys kick rocks. I'm not going to get a driver's license. I just need my registration. Well, same thing with that. We can't, we can't renew your registration. You've got to get your, your COVID passport. You've got to show us proof that you've been vaccinated. How long before it goes to that, guys? Because I'm telling you right now, the more and more and more that people comply with these mask mandates, these curfew mandates, these lockdown mandates, it is not going to stop. I've told you guys the numbers. I've shown you the research. We know what's really going on right now. Everything is being completely and totally fabricated now. That's why, you know, everybody you talk to in the healthcare industry, I mean, everybody I talk to, there is no overrun hospital right now. There are no massive ICU wards that are completely and totally maxed to capacity and they have COVID patients on the floor. There are none. I talk to people all over the country. Every single day I get emails and text messages. There is none. It's not happening. It's a complete and total fabricated lie. The same thing with the test, as Dad said. They're designed to have a false positive. They're designed to do it. That's why you, you have swaths of people that test positive, and they go, I don't even, I'm not even sick. I don't even feel bad. I don't even have anything. I've got to quarantine for 14 days. They knew this, and they're going to continue to keep testing as fast as they can and try to get as many positive tests as they can so they can keep running that number. But as Dad just said, you notice there's no recovered rate? There's no recovered graph. When's the last time you saw CNN go, well, here's the recovery rate that we have, and you're going to see a giant spike straight up. This is the recovery rate. No. They push it together, and they make sure that there is no recovery rate. It's just basically an aggregated amount of cases all year long. Guys, at a certain point in time, there's going to be three, 400 million positive cases. You know, there's only 330 million people in the country. That's right, because they keep testing people over and over and over again. And every single test that's positive, even if it's from the same person, counts as another case again. You can look that up. So again, my friends, continue to get the truth out there and speak your mind and stand your ground and maintain your human rights and your constitutional rights in this great country, Dad. 
you know, Austin, you're right. We, we've got to we've got to stand our ground on this and start asking questions. And by the way, while while you were doing your section there, I went ahead and looked up the CEO of of HBO while the five year filming was taking place about this transgender little boy being forced to say he was a girl, and his name is Richard Plepler, P L E P L E R, and this is from Wikipedia. It says he was born in 1960, is the former chairman and chief executive officer of HP Joe, a subsidiary of AT&T's Warner House Media. On February 28, 2019, he had announced that he was leaving. Pepler was born in Massachusetts, Connecticut, to a Jewish family. He is the elder of his two brothers raised in Manchester. His parents were active in the democratic politics. His father was a trial lawyer. He attended the Loomis Chaffee School before graduating from Franklin and Marshall College. And he studied government in college and then moved to Washington in 81 and worked in, for Connecticut Senator Christopher Todd. Now, he was taken, HBO was taken over by a new guy by the name of Jason Killar, K-I-L-A-R. They don't give anything about what his faith is as far as in Wikipedia. But Killar is deep, 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 um, you know, Rothschild Media. The new Warner Media CEO, Jason Killar, and his vision for the future of media. And he says, by tapping Jason Killar, the co-founder of Hulu, and an Amazon veteran, used to work for Amazon, to be his new CEO, AT&T-owned Warner Media, is sending a signal that its future will be streamed in a conversation variety just hours after the announcement. Killar himself says as much. Killer has known AT&T, COO, and current Warner Media, and this goes into detail. I'm going to go ahead and post this. But what's even more telling, it talks about how Killer, listen to this, this is just never ends. He was basically uh, worked for Disney. He says, after graduation, Killer began his professional career working for the Walt Disney Company, again, Rothschild Controlled, in the design and development department before leaving to join Amazon.com, Rothschild Controlled, where he held a number of management roles, including vice president and general manager responsibility of Amazon's North American media business, including video, books, music and DVD marketing division categories. So this is what's really going on here. We have also, he reported directly to Jeff Bezos, the CEO. Now, the crazy about all of this stuff, when you stop and you look at what these people are and who they are, you start to realize they're all basically out of the same cloth and they've all been dyed the same way. In other words, they've all been programmed to be exactly who they are to do exactly what they do. And it's sad to me that the media has been so controlled by these seven corporations now that are Rothschild controlled and that they get to push their Kabbalist Luciferian transgender hermaphroditic agenda on everybody but that just seems to be where we are right now but the problem is is nobody standing up to it now yesterday I had a long conversation with a, another doctor and it was the doctor that I told you about on yesterday's show who basically asked me how deep down the rabbit hole have you gone and I talked to the guy for about an hour I talked to him about the blood of Christ I talked to him about what it means to be an omnipresent God going to the cross talked to him about all of this and finally I gave him he says look I've got to get some education on this you know what do you suggest that I do so I gave him a list of like 20 of our shows from the last year or so that we basically listed as green shows that are really, really to the point and succinct as far as a primer for what people need to know and understand. Then finally he asked me, well, what do we have to do from a legislative standpoint to fix this? And I said, you can't fix it that way. 
He goes, what do you mean? I said, that doesn't work. You can't go to Congress and ask them to put in term limits. I talked about this yesterday. They won't vote themselves out, which is what they'd have to do. What we have to do is go down to a grassroots movement. And the only way we can do that is we have to get the pansies in the, let me say this clearly, pansies in the pulpit telling the truth. And he said to me, he goes, well, you know, I've got a friend of ours, and basically we have a joint friend who's a pastor, and he said that he really capitulated to Black Lives Matter. And I said, yes, I know. And I said, that's the problem that we have. The pastors don't want to tell the truth. And then he said, well, you know, you used to speak at this guy's church all the time, but you stopped speaking there. And I said, well, yeah. I said, I think the reason that happened was because I brought up sin, and I brought up homosexuality in the pulpit, and how it's a sin, and people need to repent from that and not live that lifestyle. And it was not something that I was supposed to say from a pastoral standpoint when I was preaching. I was supposed to ignore that and just talk basically about health and nutrition and not get into the quote-unquote world of weirdness that we have in today's society. See, and the problem we have again is this, and I told him this. I said, until the pastors in the pulpit, until the black robe clergy, you know, the other regiment, the black robe regiment that we had in the Civil War and all, also, in the Revolutionary War, unless they get up in the pulpit and they start telling the truth about what's really happening, we won't have change. Because this has to happen at a grassroots level. It has to happen with local elections, statewide elections, countywide elections, and national elections. And once we get the people understanding who these guys are in Congress representing us, unless we continue to have massive election fraud, which is very possible... We'll never get these guys out, and we won't get this thing changed. And the international banking cartels are going to continue to run everything, including HBO and Cinemax and Amazon and all the other stuff that they completely control through their cutouts, like Jeff Bezos and you know all of the other weirdos that are out there, Bill Gates, that are doing all of this stuff, Musk, all of them that are controlled through the international banks. And that's the rub that we have with all of this is – that it has to be at a grassroots level. So I told my, my friend, I said, going to court and suing these people won't make any difference. Look what just happened to, to Sydney Powell with what happened with her. She tried to come out and expose what was going on, expose the CIA involvement in all these elections. And the Trump administration, though they're supposedly trying to get reelected, shut her down. Look at Tucker Carlson. The other night, he was reading his teleprompter like he does every night. Let me ask you guys a question. And, and I've done a lot of media. I've done a lot of media. Years ago, I was on with a pastor. His name was Rod Parsley. <clears throat> and we ended up doing our Eat, Drink, and Be Healthy program and talking about the top 10 foods never to eat on his show. It was a fundraiser for his organization as far as the self-help program that we have that's called Eat, Drink, and Be Healthy. And what ended up happening is we ended up, you know, going into this meeting the day before the taping and he brought me out a script. Now listen to me. This is really important. He brought me out a script. And I, I started reading through the script and I said, what is this? He says, this is what you're going to say on my show tomorrow. And I said, why would I read a script? Well, it's going to be on the teleprompter. And every single thing that you say will be based upon what the teleprompter says. And I said, I don't feel comfortable doing this because, number one, I didn't write the script. And number two, I've done the show and the seminars on the top 10 foods never to eat literally thousands of times and I don't need a script and it's going to stymie the presentation and it's not going to allow the conversation to flow. It's going to sound like we're reading a script. He agreed with me and so we decided not to use the script and the show worked real well for, for, for Rod for fundraising. Now here's the interesting thing about this is Tucker Carlson gets a script every night guys. He doesn't write a script. Somebody else writes a script for him on a teleprompter, and all he does 
as a CIA Operation Mockingbird mouthpiece is to read the script. That's all he does. And if you've ever been in media, if you've ever been behind the camera, you understand what a teleprompter is. And I've used teleprompters many, many times. And it's, a, it's an art to be able to read a teleprompter to make people think that you're reading your own notes. And now what a lot of people do is they'll like have handwritten notes in front of them. And they'll make sure the camera sees the handwritten notes or a type set of notes. And they make you think that you're reading from your own notes. You're not even looking at your notes. You're using them as a prop and you're reading the teleprompter, making people think that you're actually doing this as a dialogue or a monologue. You know, dialogue being back and forth with the, with the fact that with the, uh, with the audience, monologue being just basically you're making statement after statement after statement. And on our show, we don't have a teleprompter. I'm sitting in my living room now, hooked up to my broadcasting equipment, and I'm doing the show right here. I don't have a teleprompter in front of me because I don't use teleprompters. That's why sometimes we may make a mistake and we have to later correct what we say because we're not reading a script. That's why we try to be led by the Holy Spirit. Like I prayed yesterday to please lead me you know, to God for what I had to cover on yesterday's show, which all of you really need to listen to, which goes into detail more and more and more about how the CIA controls the United States through the international banking cartels and through the mafiosa organizations. Please listen to yesterday's show. And this is where we find ourselves now is that we have a completely and controlled media that's basically Rothschild controlled, including Tucker Carlson. When he threw Sidney Powell under the bus the other day, I thought, well, it kind of tells you who he is. And then Donald Trump throws her under the bus. Everybody throws her under the bus because she was about to expose too much, too much about how the CIA controls the elections in the United States and other countries all over the world. Oh yeah, we're to that level now. We've been overthrowing doc. We've been overthrowing republics and democracies in the South America for 60 years now. We ha- we haven't stopped doing that, by the way, guys. We still feel as though we have to run the whole planet because the Kabbalists run us and they tell us what to do. And the, basically, they're communists. And they want to bring in their new world order. And that's how they're ushering it in. Now, one more article I want to cover real quick, and I'll turn it back over to Austin. It says, "What happened to academic freedom?" A scientist fumes as Facebook flags COVID-19 study questioning mass effectiveness as false. Social media can't be allowed to suppress a scientific discourse. Discourse, excuse me. As critics said, after Facebook fact-checkers, which is ridiculous, flagged as false an Oxford professor's report citing a Danish study on the effectiveness of masks against COVID-19. The article goes on to say, what has happened to academic freedom and freedom of speech? There is nothing in this article that is false. Carl Hennigan, the director for the Center of Evidence-Based Medicine at Oxford University, said on Friday, but it was said that he posted a false article. He posted a screenshot of the Facebook flagging his article for the Spectator magazine as false information citing independent fact checkers. But of course, they never tell you who the independent fact checkers are. Hennigan was discussing the long-delayed study on the effectiveness of face masks conducted in Denmark and finally published this week. One of the few randomized controlled trials on masks it suggests that the masks alone don't work to stop the spread of COVID-19, which we already know. Monitoring 6,000 adult participants for a month, half of them issued masks and instructions on how to use them. Danish scientists found 1.8% of mask wearers got the virus compared to 2.1% of the control group. So it wasn't effective. While masks do have an effect, the Danish researchers wrote, they alone cannot stop the spread of the coronavirus. The political establishment in the West, however, including Silicon Valley, which all the satanic groups, 
tech giants, basically considers this heresy and has flagged the study as false information. Guys, this is where we find ourselves now, that when you say something, even a documented double-blind clinical research study showing the effectiveness of a mask or non-effectiveness of a mask, and you do a full-blown report on it, it is labeled as false information. Why? Because it does not meet with the mainstream narrative Operation Mockingbird CIA standards. Again, listen to yesterday's show if you want more in cont content on how they control everything. Austin, what do you think, bud? Well, that's well said, and that's exactly what happened. And the more research that I've seen with Sidney Powell, it's pretty much, you know, what's happened is, and uh, Giuliani did a basically a news thing last night and said uh, we separated because we're pursuing two different theories. And what they're saying is now they're trying to go after some of the election meddling is what they're saying and some of the misconduct by certain states is what Giuliani's trying to go after. Powell's been blatantly very, very, very adamant that the Dominion voting system software in Georgia is completely and totally corrupted and that basically, essentially, the CIA and other assets have codes that they can go back into this software system. Now, if you've done any research in Dominion voting systems, it is so chock full of questions and shadiness with individuals who have been involved with that system that I do not doubt her claims one bit. The problem with it is exactly what Dad just said. If Trump and Giuliani, and they get on this bandwagon with her, and she basically comes out and shows what's going on with this Dominion software, there's going to be some serious issues as far as when it comes to the overall aspect of elections. That doesn't fit the narrative. They have to show that, oh, there's, there's a little bit of misconduct by some state officials. That's, that's what we're going after now, which is, that's nothing. That literally means nothing. As we already know, any state officials or people in politics, they're not held by the same accountable standards that American populace is. They're above the law, so to speak, which is what it is. So that's what I think this is going on now, because she has such a reputation, and she's basically built herself as far as with the, her being an attorney, that I see no reason why she would blatantly come out and lie about this repeatedly. I really don't. It doesn't make any sense to me. Not not from her reputation and not what she's done. I mean, she, she's, she's renowned for a lot of stuff she's worked on. This isn't just some bobo that came out of Central Florida that's like, hey, man, guess what? There's some fraud and Dominion voting. I don't know how or who, but we it's there. No. I mean, this, this lady has been adamant about this stuff. And for everything to go against her now, that's always pretty much when you know. And Dad called that out so clearly. You always know when you start getting around the right topic and you start getting accurate, when the mainstream media starts blasting you, just like Tucker Carlson did. There was, there was absolutely zero reason to throw her under the bus. Then you have the Trump team basically throws her under the bus. Very, very odd, very strange, definitely going to be something to continue to watch as this giant circus clown show continues to go on, as we now call it the American election. Completely and totally embarrassing, in my opinion. And then you have John Kerry, remember the individual the last election, who decided he was going to go down to Antarctica, right at the end of the election because he wanted to go watch penguins. <laughs> Can't even make this stuff up. You guys remember that? Like four years ago. I'm going down to Antarctica to go watch penguins right now. I'll be back right when the election. No, no, no. There's, 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 Antarctica's a whole, you can do a whole show on Antarctica. There's some weird stuff with that. But he's come out now 
And he said, under the Biden administration, he wants the United States to rejoin the Paris Climate Agreement and argued, though it's not enough. The notion of a reset is more important than ever, Kerry declared. And I personally believe we're at a dawn of extremely exciting time. And again, comes up with the reset. So many individuals are making that term now, the great reset, the reset, the great reset. You have the European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen, who's now welcomed Biden as a friend to the White House, a friend in the White House, and he said, and I quote, the need for global cooperation and this acceleration of change will both be drivers of the great reset, and I see this as an unprecedented opportunity. This term now is being thrown out repeatedly as a a good thing, the Great Reset. And essentially what it is, it's a, it's a rebranded term for New World Order. New World Order's gotten a lot of negative flack over the last couple decades. So they have to come up with a new term, and this is it. It's the Great Reset. We're going to have a Great Reset. It's going to be great for everybody. We're going to basically default all bankruptcies or default all debt. We're going to basically make everybody have, be free again. And this is what they've been talking about. Now I was reading another article again about it. And they're talking about the aspects of erasing all debt, but at the same time, forfeit of private property, meaning they're going to take away your mortgage debt. You're not going to have a mortgage. You're not going to have to pay a mortgage. There's going to be no more debt, but your home's not going to be yours. It won't even be in your name. You won't even own it. You basically will be like a tenant renting it. The issue that this goes on to is what they're talking about now is the aspects of private property defense of private property, maintaining of private property, and private property rights and castle doctrine will essentially be erased as well alongside this. Meaning, you're not going to have a say in anything. You're not going to have the ability to demand a search warrant. Your home's not going to be yours. You basically are just living there out of the decency of the bankers allowing you to live there. And at any point in time, you can be evicted, kicked out, barred, locked out, or your door kicked in because... You said something online that you didn't like. This is tying into the great social credit score. And I mean great, I mean sarcastically. When I mean great, I mean large. This is what they've done in China. This is what they're planning on doing in the United States. And they're taking it further down the line. And Dad said something earlier about how the, what these, these guys, these big globalist banker boys are doing. All these articles now have been popping up all day about Elon Musk now, the second richest person, which is complete and total crap. His company now has exploded with, with basically money, and that's what they've been doing is buying up stocks through the Fed. His stocks have gone up, I think they're saying like six or 700% this year now. They're now saying that his market cap valuation is roughly $500 billion. To put that in perspective, Every other global automaker combined, combined, not Tesla, but every other one in the entire world has a market cap of roughly $1.2 trillion. They're saying Tesla's market cap now is $500 billion. Something's going on very, very sinister with this company as they're poisoning it to be involved in something. As they've brought up now, they're discussing aspects of Musk being involved in security fraud. They'll never get. They'll never even bust him for any of that. Chinese recall on Model S and Model X Teslas because suspension's falling apart. That happened last month. They're now saying that basically there was another wreck in Oregon where a Tesla vehicle wrecked. The wheel went through somebody's house and two scorching hot batteries rejected and went into somebody else's house and caught a fire on a kid's bed. That's how volatile these vehicles are. So there's a lot of stuff going on with Tesla that makes no sense. And at the same time, on top of that, to really bite it down, 
the company's last Q10, which is essentially the Security and Exchange Commission Form 10Q, which discusses the aspects of basically all their money. They have a $5.6 billion loss. What in the world is going on with this thing, man? I mean, this is either some of the largest redistribution of wealth into one company that we've ever seen via the Fed, or this whole thing is getting propped up to be involved in something that we can't even, we don't even know about yet. But you're showing a $5.6 billion loss. Your vehicles are falling apart. You only have, I think, what, 500,000 vehicles in total production globally on the road. And you're saying now that they're... The market value of Tesla is almost half of the entire global world auto group. I mean, this doesn't make any sense. Something obviously is going on here. And so this is exactly what that's talking about now. The money transfer, the giant redistribution of wealth to the Fed and the Treasury and all these bailouts they have. I mean, Tesla's been bailed out like half a dozen times. So I'm going to turn around, they have to get another like $10, $20, 30000000000 billion grant from the Fed to stay in business. But yet now these, these stocks are, you know, were, were they pushing up, you know, $2,000 a share now? I mean, where is this going to go? And again, this is why I've told people, be very, very aware and very cautious of the manipulation that's in the market right now. If you are still going to play it, I mean, shoot, if you bought Tesla at the beginning of the year, you've made a boatload of money. But there's also something very sinister going on behind the scenes, especially with the neural chip that he wants to bring out to tie in the 6G directly into your brain and every other aspect. What do these guys know that we don't know for the reason they're propping up this company with unprecedented amounts of money right now, Dad? You know, what they're doing, Austin, is the same thing they did with Amazon. You know, Jeff Bezos lost billions and billions of dollars every year, but yet his stock kept going up. Amazon's market share kept increasing, and that's because they have unlimited amounts of cash coming into that market. Why? Because they want to have driverless cars. They don't want you to have the freedom to hop in your, you know, in your car and drive down the highway at 70 miles an hour and do what you want to do and go where you want to go. They want everything controlled. Here's how the eventual future is going to look out. You're going to have to file a drive plan with your driverless car, and you have to submit the drive plan. Like guys who fly IFR flights, which means basically instrument-plated rated flights, IFR, instrument flight rules, they're going to have to go in, and you're going to have to file a plan with your Tesla automobile on where you want to go. Let's say you want to go to the grocery store. So you have to put into your drive, I'm going to the grocery store, and you will either get an approval for it or you will not. And if you don't get an approval, the car won't start. It won't crank up. The batteries won't turn on. You'll just sit there and look at you and say, no, this, don't, this trip is not allowed at this time. You say, why? Well, same reason they don't allow instrument flight rule trips to occur sometimes, either because of weather or because of other traffic in the area with airplanes. They've got to find a way to control the traffic digitally. And they know oh, this is where the future is going to go. So the Fed has poured literally billions upon billions, if not trillions of dollars into Tesla, making him super wealthy. But he's not really wealthy because he doesn't control the money. The Rothschilds do. But he comes off as the front man. The same exact thing they did with Jeff Bezos, guys. The same thing they did with Sam Wall. You don't get that kind of money for expansion unless the bankers are sitting there with an open paycheck checkbook and saying, oh, by the way, here's the deal. We're going to give you X amount of billions of dollars to massively expand, but we're going to control your stock. 
and we're going to control your company. You'll be our front guy. This is one of the reasons they hated Henry Ford so badly. They tried to do the same thing to Henry Ford after he got his company started, and they stopped allowing his dealers and allowing him to floor plan the cars for his dealers. And the dealers basically had to go in and floor plan their own vehicles. And the bankers said, oh, we'll do it for you again, but we're going to own controlling interest of Ford Motor Company. He told them to pound salt. He absolutely wrote an entire treatise on these guys and called them out for who and what they were, being Kabbalists. He did this. Henry Ford did this. Now, Ford's fallen a long ways in the past hundred years since Henry Ford basically had started Ford Motor Company and, and built this giant behemoth of a company. And, of course, he basically no longer controls the Ford family, no longer controls you know, the interest, the primary interest in Ford, which, of course, is the goal for the, all of them. They always want to buy your stuff with their fiat money that doesn't cost them anything to make so they can control everything. By the way, the Oregon governor has gone full-blown Nazi now. She's encouraging people to call police on neighbors who violate COVID restrictions. Yep, there she goes. Kate Brown said ahead of Thanksgiving that people in her state should call the police if they find out their neighbors are violating the latest public health restrictions, which include lowering the number of people at private gatherings to six. Look, this is no different than what happens if there's a party down the street and it's keeping everybody awake, Brownstone, on Friday, when asked by a reporter from KGW if she wants the people calling the police on their neighbors. He goes, what the neighbors do? They call law enforcement because it's too noisy. Democratic governor continued, this is just like that. It's a violation of a noise ordinance. What? This lady's nuts. Full-blown Nazi communist or whatever you want to call her, that's what she is. By the way, the appeals court has now granted an expedited review of Trump's campaign's Pennsylvania lawsuit, which is how things are kind of working through the system with all of that. And then we need to also realize that there are certain things from a health standpoint that we all need to learn. And one thing I mentioned yesterday was about, I've had some questions about this, about simian 40 contamination and vaccine contamination back in the 50s and the 60s. This is called SV40. And I want to, since I had questions about this from yesterday, I wanted to bring this up to you guys very quickly. From about 1955 to 1963, which of course I was in the middle of that, hundreds of millions of people globally in North and South America, Canada and Europe, Asia and Africa received inactivated and live oral polio vaccines that may have been, in most cases, were contaminated with simian 40 monkey kidney cancer cells. During the 1950s, an inactivated polio vaccine created by Dr. Joda Salk was made using rhesus monkeys that were infected with SV40 the original seed stocks of the oral polio vaccine created by Dr. Albert Sabin were also contaminated with infectious SV40. The late Bernice Eddy, a researcher of the National Institutes of Health, conducted a study in 1959 injecting hamsters with the rhesus monkey kidney cancer cells used to make the vaccines, and the majority of them developed cancerous tumors. <laughs> in the animal studies, SV40 has been linked to a number of cancers, including uh, lymphomas, brain, bone tumors, breast cancer, sarcomas, and tumors in humans have also been found to contain SV40 DNA and proteins. The research from 1992 revealed that half of the choroid plexus tumors and most other studies with breast, bone, and brain cancer had different types of SV40 contained in their basically DNA. The controversy highlights the serious consequences can occur from vaccine contamination using animal cell substrates to create vaccines, consequences that may not be realized for decades down the road. I wanted to share 
that with you. By the way, the global vaccine passport apparently is going to be required for travel. Forced vaccination, as Austin mentioned earlier with Qantas Air, is part of the parcel of the plan to reset the global economic system. And it's going to be required before you can do international travel. Common passes a digital health passport framework initiated by the Commons Project, the World Economic Forum, and the Rockefeller, quote, Rothschild Foundation. When you get your test result or vaccine, this data is uploaded to an app on your cell phone. The app generates a barcode that is then scanned at the airport, at hotel check-in, or wherever else vaccine status verification is deemed necessary. Guys, hotels, really? The Common Pass digital clearance system is currently being tested by the United Airlines on flights between London and Newark and Cathay Pacific on flights between Hong Kong and Singapore. In an April 2020 white paper, the Rockefeller Rothschild Foundation laid out a strategic framework clearly intended to become part of a permanent surveillance and social control structure that severely limits personal liberty, freedom of choice, and personal travel. Guys, I hope and pray that you traveled a whole bunch when you were younger because they're about to clamp down on this. By the way, another expert is potentially discussing the unpleasant COVID side effects and they're talking about all types of horrible things, including fever and seizures and death. Guys, think through all of this. They won't force you going door to door. They want you to willingly take the mark of the beast. They want you to willingly step in and take the COVID vaccine because they're going to prevent you from going anywhere. And when they get their automobile ready to go and if they got their digital passport in the automobile, the automobile, I guarantee you, this little Musk convention of theirs, will have you scan your passport or your COVID ID passport that you've been vaccinated before you're allowed to leave your house. That's how they're going to force compliance, guys. It may take a year. It may take five years. It may take ten years. But they're going to do everything they possibly can to take your freedoms away. Guys, what a mess. Remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We're not born of a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. And we need to always remember that this is a day the Lord hath made, and we will resist this tyranny to our last breath because we are basically victors through Christ. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Finish it up, Austin, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Free men don't ask for permission. Always remember that. Free men don't ask people if they can take their mask off or ask people if they can go outside at night or ask people if they can leave. Free men don't do that. Slaves have to do that. Slaves have to ask permission to go outside at night. Slaves have to ask permission to leave their city. Slaves have to ask permission to take off their mask or their gag or whatever else you want to refer to it as a face diaper. (laughs) This is the truth that is undisputed. So always remember this, my friends. When everything's starting to go wild, as it is in the next couple weeks, the next couple months, we knew it would be, and it it sure is, they're going to try to roll this out. And consent is something that you should never give up. Thank you again for supporting Health Masters and getting this information out there. You guys saw we have different specials that are coming up every single day on the website this week for Thanksgiving sale. The GHI Cleanse Vanilla is on Thanksgiving sale right now, beginning of today. 
That's on the website for 20% off. We also still have the magnesium brain food going this week. We have some other more stuff in the works that are going to be popping up. Also, be sure to check out the food buckets if you want to grab any of those. We got more of those in, and we have more meat buckets that we just got in yesterday. So be sure to check out the website, healthmasters.com, and continually just work on your health, work on your fitness, work on being able to focus and do what you need to do because this this is a time, my friends. This is a time in America where a lot of us are going to be tested. It's coming. And it's just that point in time. It's our generation to do something about it. So we have to decide in these areas of the country, in, you know, Huntington Beach or Newark, New Jersey, if we're going to sit back and watch the country be stolen from us and watch our rights be taken away via our own consent as we hand them away, or we're going to stand up and say no just like they did in Huntington Beach the other day, just like they went down and had a giant parade in front of Governor Newsom's house all night long honking their horns. Hilarious. Hilarious. I was cracking up when I saw the video. Same thing I told you guys yesterday in Buffalo, New York, when those business owners kicked the law enforcement out and kicked basically the code enforcement out. said, no, you're trespassing. Get out now. You have to consent. Always remember that. If you don't consent, nobody can force you to do anything. Free men. Don't ask permission. Thank you again for the support of Health Masters. Give us a call if you need anything, 1-800-726-1834. We still answer the phone, 9 to 5, Monday through Friday. Unlike majority of businesses, we're here every day on the phones with customers, helping them out the best we possibly can. So thank you again for your support. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. I'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. 